Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hello, everybody. Welcome to Houston Astros Baseball. It's Friday, October the 19th. The Astros lose to the Red Sox 4-1. to Red Sox win the series 4 games to 1, winning 4 games in a row against the Astros after the Astros take Game 1. So, in this episode, we will recap the game then I will play a message from Mark Yu. We will then talk about the free agents to be. And then my final thoughts will be just some comments about each player on the team from 2018. I'm not going to talk about everyone, but pretty much most of them. All right, so let's recap last night's game. Red Sox, four runs on eight hits. Astros, one run on five hits. Top of the third, J.D. Martinez with a solo home run. That gives Boston the 1-0 lead. Top of the sixth, Devers, three-run homer. That makes it 4-0 Red Sox. And bottom of the seventh, Marwin gets the Astros on the board with a solo home run, 4-1, to one, and that was all the scoring in the game. Justin Verlander, who was our last hope to keep the season going, in my mind, had a decent game. Six innings, seven hits, four runs, two walks, and only four strikeouts. He gave up two home runs, which turned out to be all the Red Sox needed the two home runs contributed to all the four runs. You had the solo shot and the three-run shot. Uh, Osuna came in in the seventh inning, surprised me. And it also surprised me that he finished the game. Three innings, one hit, no runs, three strikeouts. Uh, the bad side is David Price pitched awesome. Six innings, three hits. No runs, no walks, and nine strikeouts. The Astros never had more than one runner on base the entire game. The only time the Astros had more than four plate appearances in an inning is when Marwin had the solo home run 
and Kemp walked, so they actually got five batters to the plate that inning. So the main inning that got the Astros, that did it for the Astros, was Moreland hit a double in the top of the sixth. Kinsler followed that with a single, and that's when Devers hit the three-run homer, and these were all with no outs. That was the lead off the inning. Verlander did get out of the inning after that, but that was all it took. Uh, Price was pitching too good. The Astros couldn't get to him, and only Marwin could get to the bullpen. Uh, Offensively for the Astros, Springer went one for four, and he had a 381 batting average in the ALCS. Correa who turned it on towards the end, 316. We all know he had a bad uh, divisional series. And Tony Kemp, Mr. Consistency, 273. Uh, Yuli and Marwin didn't have the highest batting averages, but if you just think about the memories you have of watching the games, they both came up clutch with some RBIs in uh, certain situations, especially Marwin. It seems like Marwin did something every game, and it seems like he had an RBI in every game. So anyway, the Red Sox win the American League, and they will face the winner of the L.A. Milwaukee series, which uh, the Dodgers have a 3-2 lead. That starts back up tonight, game six in Milwaukee. Uh, If the Dodgers win, it's over. If Milwaukee wins, Saturday night will be Game 7. If you ask me, now that the Astros are out, I want Milwaukee to win it all. Uh, If it's the Sox and L.A., I am not sure who I want to win, and I'm not even sure if I will watch it. Okay, so as I was putting the podcast together this morning, I received a uh, voice message from Mark Yu just in time for me to add it to the show. So let's go to Mark Yu's message. Hey Rob, it's Mark Yu. I just wanted to offer my quick thoughts regarding the game last night. Yes, it was a bitter pill to swallow, uh, particularly as... Just a few days ago, we won game one of the ALCS in Boston, and I think we all got a bit greedy extrapolating that, shoot, if we could win game one so easily, why not win game two in Boston, and then all we have to do is come back to Houston and win two out of three. I remember having that thought exactly, and of course that changed quickly as game number two of the ALCS did not work out in our favor, and we knew we'd have an uphill to to climb. Well, sure enough, that uphill got a lot steeper when uh, Boston's uh, pitching, uh, including with David Price last night against Justin Verlander, a matchup that I thought for sure was in Houston's favor, uh, did not work out for Houston. David Price was, I hate to admit and hate to t- tip my hat, but I'm going to, he was masterful, as were the Boston Red Sox uh, throughout the season, throughout the uh, ALCS after Game 1. Um, conversely, Houston got into a bit of a, a postseason slump with the ALCS, and we just weren't 
our normal selves. We couldn't get the clutch um, uh, hits with runners in scoring position. We uh, couldn't allow our pitchers to um, complete the strikeout sequence when they had an 0-2 count. Um, and uh, by and large, it uh, we were beaten by a better team. I, I am firmly convinced that Boston Red Sox are going to go on and win the World Series. Uh, I don't care whether it's against the Los Angeles Dodgers or the Mil Milwaukee Brewers. Either way, Boston is the best team in baseball uh, at this point in time. Uh, of course, I would have loved to see the ALCS where the Houston Astros had gone and played as we have in our best, but uh, that's sadly not the way it works. Uh, and um, So we could either at this point be extremely frustrated or we could be hopeful and looking forward to the future, and, and that's the mental tack I've decided to take. Uh, you know, the Astros got 103 wins, a franchise record this season, just incredible. Our our players are young and they're signed for a number of years. Really the only loss we're likely to see in this coming um, until the next season is Dallas Keuchel and there may be one or two others but um, no players of consequence that I'm aware of are we likely to lose. So I, I see us uh, being just as good next year and I'm with our excellent general management and extra excellent management, I see us getting better as we did between 2017 and 2018. I see our 2019 being better yet. Um, and meanwhile, while Boston is obviously the better team, I, that's my opinion at this moment in time, uh, they will have many players that they will not be struggling to hold on to just because of the the timing of their contracts. So I, I see us having a great chance next season, and I'm looking forward to the start of the Astros regular season. And uh, and I'm also excited about the AAA team now being in Round Rock, Texas, rather than where it had been in uh, California. It'll be much easier for us Houstonians to go and check out our players uh, and, and have a, a great weekend as well. So long story short, it was a frustrating, bitter pill last night. Uh, to some extent, Justin Verlander let us down. On the other hand, he, with his game one and with his incredible season, I am not going to dump on Justin. It was just a frustrating game, but let's just look on to the future and be thankful for what we've had. Take care, Rob. All right, now let's take a look at the 2019 free agents to be. I'm going to start with Dallas Keuchel. $13.2 million salary this season. Uh, not sure what he's going to want. Uh, I think he's still a very good pitcher, and he could be a three or at least a two on some teams. Uh, I think there are some teams like the Yankees that will pay him, but he'll have to shave that beard off if he goes to the Yankees. But I think somebody out there will be willing to pay him more money than the Astros. So I do not think he'll be back. Uh, Dallas Keuchel, a fan favorite for a couple of years, had the Keuchel's Corner, uh, Cy Young Award, a couple of Golden Gloves, 
Dallas Keiko is a good player, but I mean a good pitcher, but I think with Josh James, Framber Valdez, who is pretty much a younger version of Dallas Keuchel. You've got Forrest Whitley that shouldn't be uh, shouldn't be too much longer before he's in an Astro uniform. And then I know there's a couple other guys. Uh, so I just don't see him signing him. I think he's going to want too much money. And I don't think the Astros are going to match it. But you never know. Next one up is Charlie Morton. He made $8.85 million this season. Uh, he pitched great. He had a great win-loss record. Uh, he's very loved by the Astro fans. I love Charlie Morton. Everybody even calls him CFM. Um, he pitched great. I mean, he had injury problems at the end of the year. Uh, your final taste in your mouth of Charlie Morton will be how he didn't help us out in the playoffs at all. But Charlie Morton is good. He's a little older than everybody else. Um, we do have Verlander and Garrett Cole, Lance McCullers Jr. So I don't know if they're going to keep him. Um, I say that's 70-30 maybe, but I don't know. Somebody's going to offer Charlie Morton about $13 million and not sure if the Astros are going to want to pay that. Next up, Evan Gaddis, $6.7 million. Uh, somebody's going to be in need of a full-time DH. I think uh, Tyler White kind of took his job away from him. And as you know, Tyler White kind of uh, disappeared in the playoffs. Will that factor in at all? Not sure at all. But I highly doubt Evan Gaddis will be back. He's going to have to go to the American League. I guess there's a possibility of going to the National League because he is a catcher. And if you remember when he caught for us, his batting average was better in games that he caught than in games that he DH'd. Next up, Tony Sipp, $6 million. Uh, I'm not sure what kind of money a player like Tony Sipp will get in free agent market. I don't even know if a lot of people know who he is. I think he did a great job for us this year, a way way better than last year. Uh, not sure what kind of money he would want. There's not a whole lot of lefties out there. If I was the Astros, I would keep him. But uh, So I have no idea. I have no idea if Tony Sipp will be back. Martin Maldonado. Uh, 3.9 million. Was he just a rental? Uh, all we have is uh, Brian McCann. I'm not sure how many years he has left. He is a little older, but I think when McCann is healthy, he is our starter, even though Maldonado got a lot of the starts in the playoffs. Uh, I'm not really sure. I, I guess the Astros might have to see what's out there. It would be awesome if they could get that catcher from Miami, make some kind of deal for him. If they did that, I would not see Maldonado coming back. JT or JT Real Muto, that would be a great addition uh, to the Astros. So I really don't know if Martin Maldonado will be back. 
It seemed like he was just a rental, but we shall see. And the big one for me, the most important one, is Marwin Gonzalez. 5.1 million. Uh, I think somebody, somewhere, if even if it's the Astros, they might pay this guy 15 million. At least 12 or maybe 10. But he's definitely, definitely going to make more than $5 million. And... Uh, I mean, I don't know how the Astros could replace Marvin Gonzalez. Pay the guy, sign him for about five to seven years. Let's keep Marvin Gonzalez in an Astros uniform. Okay, the 2018 season is over. Was it a disappointment? Some people may be disappointed because they expected them to win another World Series. However, I'm not disappointed at all. I thought it was a successful season. They battled injuries towards the end, and that might have been their demise. But let's see what the Astros did. They had the most wins in franchise history. They went to the... uh, American League Championship, they did lose 4-1, to one, but they made it that far. One of the final four teams in the league. They win their division that was highly contested against the A's. And they go to the first round of the playoffs and they sweep the A's. They made their bullpen better. Their starting rotation was better because of Garrett Cole. Overall, it was a great season. They just fell short. And the reason is... They're not the only team that made themselves better. The uh, Boston Red Sox won 108 games, and they were the best team all year long. We got American League Championship Series, and we lost. All we can do is pick up some pieces and try to make ourselves better for next year and win another one. The Astros won a World Series last year, and I couldn't have been happier. It was one of the most amazing sports accomplishments that happened to one of my favorite teams. And uh, I don't know. I just love them. So anyway, I'm not disappointed at all. It was a fun season. It was my first season to do the podcasting. Overall, that was a lot of fun. There are times that it kind of became a job, but uh, it overall, it was fun. So anyway, uh, I wanted to go over some players, a little bit of quick notes on my final thoughts. However, this is the final thoughts of the podcast. This will not be the final podcast, as there's plenty to talk about in the offseason when we have free agency and all these other things going on. So anyway, let's go over the players real quick. Won't be able to cover everybody, but real quick. Alex Bregman emerged as a bonafide superstar. I kind of wish he'd stay off social media a little bit and focus on the game a little more, but no doubt Alex Bregman, the all-star, not the all-star, but the MVP for the Astros this season. And yes, he's an all-star too. Altuve had an off-season, 
but he still led the team in batting average. And if anyone else had his stats, they would be an all-star every year. He didn't get 200 hits. He didn't get the batting title again. But uh, hopefully uh, the surgery or whatever he might get in the offseason doesn't affect next season. And he comes back as the Altuve that we all know and love. Speaking of love, my favorite player, George Springer, still leading off, still hitting Springer dingers. Love George Springer. Uh, Carlos Correa, uh, a little down year offensively. He did have that nagging back injury. I think he was doing pretty good before that, but if he can stay healthy, he'll be all right. Uh, He's still awesome in the field. Still, Carlos Correa, you're an Astro. Thanks for your uh, contribution to the team this year. And Marwin Gonzalez, you can't say enough about this guy. He is probably one of the most important members of the team. Uh, fan favorite. A lot of people love Marwin Gonzalez. And if you're like me, you hope that they do what it takes to keep him here. Because I don't know who they would get to replace him. Evan Gaddis, a big-time fan favorite. Everyone loves him with no batting gloves, lumberjack, big beard. Kind of lost his job this year to Tyler White. Uh, Not expecting him to be back, but uh, Gaddis. It was fun having Gaddis on the team and cheering for him. That one month, I think it was May, he almost was the player of the month, but he got beat out by Bregman, I believe. And then Tyler White, who took his job. Uh, Some people may not like this, but I think Tyler White is the most annoying person on our team. And basically, it's the way he chews his gum with his mouth open all the time. It just drives me nuts. However, I was happy with the Shark, who had a great season, although he kind of disappeared in the playoffs. Maldonado, I thought it was a nice pickup. Uh, He kept people from running on us. Uh, Not sure if he's a short-term addition, but a much-appreciated addition when we needed him. Way better than uh, Max Stassi, in my opinion. Brian McCann was injured, uh, so he had a down season. Uh, Hopefully, he'll be back next year in better health, and uh, he can contribute a little more. Everybody likes Brian McCann. Josh Reddick, also a very popular player, uh, hustles every hit, every uh, ball hit to him. Josh Reddick, very much loved. Tony Kemp has emerged as someone that you have to start in every game. So not really someone that starts every day, but an everyday starter is kind of what I mean. Tony Kemp should never step one foot on a minor league baseball field ever again. Jake Marisnik, a fan favorite. Um, I don't think he contributes very much to the team. Uh, he, he did okay in spots when we needed him. They sent him down, brought him up, sent him down, brought him up. Uh, everybody loves Jake. I'm not the uh, biggest fan of Jake Marisnik, but, uh, you know, he is an Astro and, Whatever. So Justin Verlander is still the best pitcher on our team. Uh, He had a great season, a great game one in the 
uh, ALCS and uh, came up a little short. Uh, Garrett Cole, an awesome year, a great addition to the team. Uh, can't wait to see him again next year. Uh, Lance McCullers Jr., he does a lot for the community. Uh, he had a good season going too, but he also struggled with injuries. In my very first podcast of the season, somewhere around there, I did predict that he would spend some time on the DL as if uh, anyone throws that many curveballs, it's bound to happen. Charlie Morton, a great win-loss record and a fan favorite, very unassuming. Uh, who doesn't love Charlie freaking Morton? Dallas Keuchel, his popularity went down a little bit. Uh, started the season like 3-8. and eight. Ended up getting it up over 500. Uh, pitched well in the playoffs, in my mind. Uh, Dallas Keuchel probably won't be back. But, uh, you know, he did add to the success of the Astros this season. And I wish him luck wherever he goes. Roberto Osuna. A lot of people were mad when they got him. I was just wondering how they're going to take it next year when his uh, domestic abuse case will be a distant memory. Um, I'm also kind of wondering, next season, do you think we will ever see anyone, as far as fans, wearing an Osuna jersey? Because I went to the game... A couple of games since they've had them, and I did not see any Osuna merchandise for sale. And I personally would be scared to wear it because I wouldn't want some crazy person to attack me. And another great pickup for the Astros this season, Ryan Presley. What an awesome job that guy did. Great pickup. Can't wait to see him as an Astro all year next year. Well, anyway, that is this podcast. I got to head to bed now. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Thanks a lot for listening all season. Uh, like I said earlier, stay tuned for some off-season podcasts. Thanks, everyone out there, for listening. Much appreciated. Uh, season's over. Astros fall four games to one to the Red Sox. Don't be disappointed if the Astros are your favorite team. Your favorite team is very good. Love you, Astros. Thank you, Astro fans, for listening. We'll see you next time. Houston Astros baseball. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.